Welcome to episode four of Pro Preacher. I'm your host, Brandon Hilgeman, the founder of ProPreacher.com. And this is a podcast all about helping you grow your influence and ability to preach the gospel. Well, today I want to talk to you about pastor fashion. I know, I know, what some of you are thinking, you're like, are you kidding me, pastor fashion? Is that even a thing? And yes, it is a thing. And no, I'm not kidding you. Pastor fashion has become a big deal, especially recently, because there's been a lot of controversy recently surrounding the wardrobe choices of some of the celebrity pastors out there, specifically in regards to the elaborate amount of money that the things they are wearing cost. And looking at all the controversy and all the stuff that's going on out there recently, I think there are some valuable lessons that we can learn about it and about what pastors should wear and about how much we should spend on our clothing and other things as well. So let's get into it. Well, if you haven't heard, there is a new account on Instagram that is causing quite a stir in the Christian community. And I think it's raising some really important issues and some things that we need to talk about as a church. So there's this new Instagram account. It's called Preachers in Sneakers, and it is blowing up on Instagram right now. It started just a few weeks ago with zero followers and now has over 136,000 followers as of today when I just checked it. And this account, what's so controversial about it is that it's taking these pictures, a lot of them Instagram pictures from celebrity pastors that they posted themselves and it's taking pictures of them that shows them wearing their shoes, and then it's putting it next to a screenshot of how much those shoes cost. And what's so shocking about it is some of these pastors are wearing shoes that cost anywhere from $3,000 to even $5,000 for a pair of shoes. And a lot of people, and maybe rightly so, are going, whoa, they're a little shocked. They're a little outraged. How can these pastors wear such expensive sneakers? There's a lot of people who are just completely outraged. People are calling these pastors false teachers. They're calling them hypocrites. They're slamming their churches. They're saying that they'll never tithe to the church again. People are saying, man, I'm quitting my job. I'm in the wrong profession. I should go become a preacher because obviously they're making bank. And this account is causing quite an uproar. And as you scroll through the account, you see thousands of likes on each post, hundreds of comments, and you read some things that are just kind of funny and, and make you chuckle a little. And then there's some things that are a little bit alarming where you're reading comments calling these people hypocrites and calling them out and saying, I'm never supporting this person's ministry again because of the shoes that they are wearing in this photo. Now, I'm not going to lie, when I first saw this account, when it was brought to my attention, I was really judgmental at first. I was like, oh my gosh, I was shocked as you are. I mean, how could someone pay so much money for a pair of shoes? I mean, it's shoes, guys, shoes. You wear them on your feet. Your feet are gross. <laughs> they're, they're touching the ground all day. You, uh, that's not a very good investment to put thousands of dollars into shoes because it's going to wear out. You know what I mean? What a waste 
of money. So when I first saw this account, I was shocked. I was like, oh my goodness, these pastors are so vain. They're so conceited. They're all about their appearance. They're all about their brand and what brand they're wearing. And that is not what the Bible teaches. That is not what the church is about. And I, I started getting kind of judgmental about them and sort of getting kind of angry and like saying, hey, you know, this is not the way the church is meant to be. I mean, I buy some shoes. I mean, look, I got, here's a pair. I got some Nikes here too, but I bought these on sale and I've used these for a year or even two years maybe now uh, as a running shoe for when I'm exercising and I find that it's a helpful shoe. But still, I would never spend $3,000 for a pair of shoes, I got this on sale for maybe a hundred something. And even that might be considered expensive for a lot of people. And so it really caused me to get a little bit frustrated, a little bit like, man, how can these people waste so much money? But at the same time, I looked in the mirror a little bit and said, you know what? There's some things I think I can learn from this. And there's some things I think the church in general can learn from this. And maybe we shouldn't be so quick to judge. And we can look at this as an example of a conversation that the church needs to have that can be a positive thing in the long run if we learn from this. So here's a few things that I think we can learn from preachers and sneakers. First, a pastor's clothing always communicates something. Okay, before you ever step on stage, your appearance speaks something. It communicates some kind of message. And as a pastor getting up on stage, we need to think about, okay, what is our appearance? What is the clothing that we choose to wear communicating to other people? Before we ever say a word, our appearance communicates something. What we wear speaks some kind of message to the people in our audience. If you're dressing in high-end fashion, name brand stuff, you're trying to communicate luxury, success, status. There's something about that that you're trying to communicate to your people. Uh, if you are in a church where you're wearing a suit and tie every single week, there's something you're trying to communicate to your people. Formality, uh, giving, dressing your best for God, that this is important, that this is serious. If you're in an area where you're a little more hipster and you're dressing down wearing jeans and t-shirts, there's something you're trying to communicate to your people that you're more cool, that you're more down to earth, that you're not like all those other people wearing suits and ties. You're not the stuffy church. You're more relaxed. You're more casual, that God's more for the everyday person. There's different things you communicate with the way that you dress, whether you like it or not. I think we need to kind of evaluate how we're dressing and say, okay, what am I communicating to my audience, to the people in my church, to the community around my church even, by the, what I wear and how I dress? There's a general rule in public speaking that you kind of want to dress like the people you're talking to. So you should dress more like the people in your community. For example, if you are in a church that typically wears suits and ties and you show up in jeans and a t-shirt, People are going to judge you and that's going to get in the way of the message because you're not dressing like everyone else is dressing. Or if you're in a casual church where people are wearing shorts and flip-flops most weekends and you come up in a three-piece suit and a tie, people are going to be like, okay, that's weird. That's different. And it, they may judge you or they may not relate to you as well as if you were to dress more like them. Like it or not, what you wear and how you look does communicate something so that we need to think about, okay, what are we trying to communicate by how we're dressing and what do we want our audience to understand just by our appearance? And it's superficial, yes, but it 
is a real thing and it's something that's just true about human nature. We do judge people based on how they look. So what appearance are we trying to get to our audience? Is it the right appearance? Is there something that could get in the way of the message based on how we dress? We need to be careful and we need to be intentional about what we wear. And look, if you think that appearance doesn't matter at all and you're like, appearance doesn't matter at all, okay, then just next time you stand up to preach on a Sunday morning, just don't get ready in the morning. Don't get dressed. Just wear whatever you wore to bed the night before. Wear that to church. Don't do your hair. Don't brush your teeth. Just show up and preach in your PJs and just see what happens. See the reaction that people have of you. Because I'll tell you what, if that just shocks you to even consider that way, if that scares you a little bit to even think about what it would be like if you just woke up, rolled out of bed and walked to church and started preaching, you just prove my point. Appearance does speak something. You do spend time getting ready in the mirror. You do spend some time picking out what you're going to wear before you preach. And there's a reason for that. You're trying to communicate something. And now I think we need to evaluate our hearts, evaluate our motives and say, okay, what is that? And is it the right motive that we're trying to communicate? Or is there something wrong inside that I need to work on and I need to change? And that'll also change how I appear on the outside as well. The second thing that we need to learn is that pastors are going to be judged more severely. It's true, right? The Bible tells us in James chapter 3, verse 1, that not many of us should be preachers and teachers because we will be judged more severely. Now, it's talking about God judging us in the end, and that's the most important and most terrifying judgment there is. But also, I think on earth, we're also seeing that to be true. Pastors and preachers are judged to a higher standard, to a different standard than everyone else. If you were to invite a professional athlete or a Hollywood actor or actress to come and uh, be a guest and appear on your stage at your church and they were wearing $2,000 shoes, no one would care. (laughs) Like, no one would say anything. People would just kind of expect it. Yeah, they have a lot of money. That's what they wear. But if a pastor does that, all of a sudden everyone goes, whoa, hold up, red flag, because pastors are judged more severely. We are supposed to be examples. We are supposed to be imitators of Christ, living out the principles that we see in the Bible and this extravagance and this wealth that we see some pastors showing does set off red flags and people do begin to judge those people just because they see that maybe what the pastor is doing doesn't quite connect with what they're saying or what the Bible teaches. So as a pastor, you're going to be judged severely. You're going to be held to an incredibly high standard, honestly, an impossible perfect standard that you'll never be able to perfectly reach. But you do need to take that into consideration that people are looking at you. They're saying, okay, Is this person living up to what they're teaching? Is this person living a life that's consistent with what I'm seeing in the Bible when I'm reading my Bible? And they're going to judge you based on that. So when it comes to our appearance, we need to be more careful. We need to be more congruent with what the Bible teaches in the way that we live our lives and the way we present ourselves to our people as well. The Bible gives a good example of this in 1 Timothy chapter 2, verse 8 through 10. says, I desire then that in every place men should pray, lifting holy hands without anger or quarreling. So men pray, lift holy hands. You should be holy. You should be praying. You should be setting godly examples for people in the church. And then in, Paul continues. He says, likewise, also women 
And I know this applies just to women back then in the culture when it comes to fashion, but I think it could also apply to men today where men weren't so into fashion back then, but our culture is different now where men are getting a lot more into fashion than they used to be. And so I think men can also take a lesson from this. It's not just women, but he says, likewise, also women should adorn themselves in respectable apparel with modesty and self-control, not with braided hair and gold or pearls or costly attire but with what is proper for women who profess godliness with good works. So the Bible says, close yourself modestly, not costly, and not uh, in all these extra outward adornments and all these extra things that cost extra money, but instead clothe yourselves with modesty, humility, and good works. And so when we apply that to pastors, we got to be careful with all this costly attire that we're seeing is not necessarily what we should be focused on, right? What we should be focused on is our character, our good works. We should dress modestly and simply and just focus on our character and our integrity and are we living up to who Christ has called us to be? Not so much are we presenting this high status, successful image to other people that we want people to see. And so I think that's why some Christians, they see these preachers and sneakers account and they go, whoa, that doesn't line up with what I'm reading in the Bible because the Bible is telling women, hey, don't be adorning yourself with costly attire so much. It's not all about the fashion, okay? And then you see the pastor wearing all this costly attire and you go, hang on, that doesn't make sense. That seems a bit hypocritical to me. And I don't think we're necessarily wrong for having those initial thoughts. But we need to be careful. And this brings me to point number three. Don't be so quick to judge. You know, Jesus tells us before we look at the speck in our brother's eye and we pull that speck out of the brother's eye, we need to be looking at our own eyes because we got a plank in our own eye most of the time, right? And I know I was quick to judge these other pastors and to judge them for what they were wearing. And I have to realize, you know what? I got to be careful. I don't know these guys so well. You know, I don't know how much money they're making or I don't know how much money they're giving. I mean, if if you are wearing a thousand dollar pair of shoes, but you're writing million dollar checks to, to help people, um, you know, is that as bad? I don't know. You know, I don't know their heart. I don't know their character. I have never sat down and talked to them. I haven't been sitting down and scrutinizing their theology. I've got better things to worry about. And I have not taking the time to really get to know these people. So I gotta be careful that I'm not just so quick to judge them just based on a pair of shoes or a photo on Instagram that I see. I don't know the whole context. We gotta be careful that we're not so quick to judging our brother because look, we probably got a plank in our own eyes. Maybe there are some things in our lives that we wouldn't be so proud of if they were posted all over Instagram next to the price tags that we spent on it. Like, look, I'm looking at a pair of my shoes and I'm like, okay, shoes, aren't really that big of a thing for me. I buy them because I need them. I got this pair because it worked for running and I run a lot and I've been using it for years and it's held up pretty well. But shoes aren't really my thing. That's not a vice for me. That's not something I'm concerned about. But what about the other things in my life? What about some of the technology devices that I love? What about some of the little gadgets I love to look into and research and purchase? There's other things in my life that I think I would be careful where if someone were to take a picture of it and post it on Instagram next to the price tag, maybe I would be a bit ashamed that I spent so much money on that. And so maybe shoes aren't your problem and you're so quick to easily look at somebody else and say, hey, oh my gosh, they're wearing these shoes or they're living in these big houses, but maybe for you, it's how much you're spending on food or how much you spend on entertainment or how much you spend on vacations. I mean, there's so many things that we can judge other people for and we could look right back in the mirror and say, you know what? 
People could judge us for our spending habits too if they don't know us and they don't know our hearts and they don't know the person behind the picture. So we gotta be careful that we're not too quick to judge other people. So what all comes down to is what we read in the Bible in Hebrews chapter 13, verse five. We need to look in the mirror and we need to check our own hearts and heed this warning that says, keep your life free from the love of money and be content with what you have. For he has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. We need to keep our lives free from the love of money. We need to be content with what we have because God is enough. And so if there's something in our life that we love and that money is becoming a problem, then we need to check ourselves before we are checking other people and being the police on other people. So it all kind of boils down to this question. Is it sinful for a pastor to buy an expensive pair of shoes? Probably not. But is it sinful for a pastor to buy an extravagant, expensive pair of shoes if they're not being generous with their money? Yes, it is. We can't just be spending all of our money on ourselves, buying all these elaborate things and storing up our treasure on earth and not our treasure in heaven and neglecting the poor. If we're not being generous, if we're not helping the poor, if we're not serving and helping other people and we're just spending all of our money on extravagant things for ourselves, yes, the Bible says that's wrong. But the Bible doesn't say anything that it's ever wrong to be rich. It doesn't say anything that it's wrong to make money or to have things. What it does say is that it's wrong to be greedy. It's wrong to withhold all this wealth for yourself and not share with other people who are in need. So we got to check the motive. We got to check the whole story. Being rich is never condemned in the Bible, but a lack of generosity is. Greed is a sin. Vanity is a sin. Pride is a sin. Trying to be self-glorifying and, and bringing all the attention and glory to yourself rather than God and getting in the way of God, that's a sin. And so we need to be careful about those things. So then, is it wrong for a pastor to buy an expensive pair of shoes? It really depends. For the most part, it could be, but not always. Recently, I had to do a funeral uh, for a member of my ministry, and it was a pretty, pretty rough time, young kid who went way too early. And I have one suit that I wear for weddings and for funerals, and I, it had been a little while since I'd done one, and I tried on my old suit, and my old suit that I'd had for years was worn out, and it didn't really fit me very well anymore, and I realized, oh my goodness, I can't wear this to perform this funeral ceremony because it looks terrible on me, and it's not very respectful or very reverent to this person who's passed away. Our culture says to a funeral, you should wear something that's nice, you should wear something probably black, you sh and a pastor especially should probably wear a suit and tie. I don't usually wear suit and ties, but for weddings and funerals, that's it. I wear a suit to marry them, and I wear it to bury them, and that's it, you know? And so looking at that, I go, okay, I can't wear this suit. So I had to go out to the store and I'm shocked at how expensive suits are. And there weren't any sales that day and I had to do the funeral soon. And so I had to spend way more money than I wanted to spend on a suit, on a pair of shoes, because my dress shoes were worn out, and on a new belt. And I gotta ask myself, was that wrong of me to spend more money on a suit than I would spend on any other outfit I would ever wear? 
and I don't think it was because I did it out of a sense of reverence to the person who passed away and to his family. And I did it because culturally in America, we're expected as pastors to wear a suit to a funeral. And if I didn't wear a suit to the funeral, it would cause more distraction, bring way more attention to myself. It wouldn't be honoring to this person. And so I had to bite the bullet and buy an expensive suit because of the situation that I was in. But I don't think that was wrong to spend that money. I needed to do that. It was an investment I need to make and I'm gonna reuse that for other funerals and other weddings that I do over the, ne the coming years. But here's another question that we need to think about. Is it unwise for a pastor to wear extravagant shoes? And I believe the answer to that is yes. It's unwise. It's not wise for a pastor to wear these extravagant shoes. Why? because it distracts people from the message. It's getting in the way of what this pastor is trying to communicate. As evidenced by this Instagram account that's blowing up and all the comments and what people are saying, these pastors, their shoes are becoming the focal point of the conversation rather than Jesus, right? And that's a problem. So I don't believe it is wise for a pastor to wear anything, anything at all that's gonna distract from the message that's gonna distract from their mission and gonna distract from presenting the gospel as clearly and simply to people as we can. Anything that causes distractions like that, we need to just get it out of our lives. And so pastors, I do not believe it is wise to wear extravagant shoes that are gonna get in the way. And that's where we need to be careful. Is what we are wearing causing harm to our message. And if it is, we need to cut that out. These pastors who are getting all this negative publicity, they would be wise right now to walk back their wardrobe a little bit. You know, They would be wise right now to say, you know what, this is a distraction. I may love these shoes. I may be incredibly generous in ways that nobody knows about. I don't know these guys and I don't know their situations. Maybe their conscience is clear with how much money they spend on shoes. I don't know. But if it's causing a distraction to the message, if it's getting in the way of the gospel, then that's something that maybe they should walk back. That's something that maybe they should stop doing. That's something that maybe they should consider cutting out of their lives if it's getting in the way. Because our job as preachers is to stand back more like John the Baptist who says he must increase and I must decrease, right? Christ must increase and we must decrease. And if we are getting in the way of Jesus, and that's a huge problem that we need to cut out of our lives. So as pastors, as, a, as we think about this in our culture, we need to think about flashy shoes, flashy cars, big houses, even if we can afford them while still giving generously to other people. Is the cost of that thing worth it? Not just the money amount that you spend on it, but the cost that it could have to your ministry if it gives you a negative perception. And so pastors, I just encourage you to consider what you wear and what you do and how you spend your money, how that comes across to other people. And if it gets in the way of the gospel, cut it out of your life, make some changes because we should never allow anything to get in the way of God. So here's the big point that I think we need to take away from this. Looks are not everything, but they are something. 
and they does communicate something, whether we like it or not. The way that we appear, the way that we look, says something to the people that we're talking to. And so it's not everything, but it is something, and it's something that we need to be aware of. And pride and greed and vanity can really get in the way of the message. So we need to be careful as preachers that the way we present ourselves to other people, the way that we live our lives, the way that we spend our money, and the way, yes, that we dress, or even down to the shoes that we wear, that we aren't doing anything that is inconsistent with what we're reading in our Bible, and we aren't doing anything that's inconsistent with who God is and who we claim to be as people trying to imitate him and follow after him. And so we can't be hypocritical even in the clothes that we wear. I want to challenge you, rather than getting on Instagram and looking up preachers and sneakers and judging these celebrity pastors for the way that they live their lives, look in the mirror. Let's have this good conversation allow us to evaluate our own hearts, to check our own lifestyle and say, okay, am I doing something in my life where if someone were to take that price tag and post it online with a picture of me, or am I doing something in my life that isn't consistent with who I say that I am or the message that I'm reading in the Bible and the message that I'm teaching to other people? Is there something in my life that I should be a little bit more careful of or that I should be a little more embarrassed of or that I need to change so that I am more consistent with who Christ is. Preachers and sneakers is causing some serious harm to a lot of people who don't understand the full context of this. It's causing people to lose some trust in churches. It's causing some people to lose trust in being able to be more generous and donate their money to churches because they're afraid the pastors are gonna misspend that money. But at the same time, I hope and I pray that this conversation that this is starting can strengthen the church and cause pastors to look more at themselves and say, okay, is there something in my life that could get in the way of the message? And if my life is getting in the way of God's message, then something needs to change. And my hope is that we'll all look in the mirror and make sure that what we are doing is consistent with what we believe as pastors Let's be modest, let's be humble, let's be wise in how we dress and how we present ourselves to our culture, and let's store up our treasure on heaven, not on earth. That's what matters more than anything. Hey, thanks for listening to Pro Preacher. If you found this episode to be helpful, don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. And please help others find us by leaving a quick review or sharing this show with someone who could benefit from hearing it too. For show notes and more content like this, go to ProPreacher.com. Thanks. I'll see you in the next episode.